0: Go. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. This is me, that's you. And what are we doing this week? We're doing uh, The Spirit. Oh, oh the, the, uh, the cash grab off of uh, Frank Miller's uh, Sin City success. Uh, kind of, but not really. Okay. The Spirit, aka Rise of the Octopus. I don't think it was called Rise of the Octopus. I know, I know. It I'm may be, have been. <laughs> I'm being a smartass. Uh, was it the Octopus? Uh, was that Sam Jackson's character? He was the villain or something? Yes. Give me just one second. I'll... You know they're making a uh, Hitman's Bodyguard sequel.
1: Yes, I've, I've known about that for quite a while. Right. I,
0: I I hope that it's... Uh, thanks for that six-month-old news. You feel better about yourself?
1: Yeah, oh, actually you, I well, do. Then, you
0: know, I'm glad I accomplished because, something. In your because,
1: you know, you're six months behind on fucking movie news. No, that's not, that's not that old. It's th- at least that old. I don't know why they're making a sequel to
0: it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, you know it'd be cool if they did a role reversal, and then uh, Sam Jackson has to be protect. Uh, you know it'd be cool. Ryan Reynolds. They just if don't they make don't it. make it, yeah. <laughs> TikTok motherfucker. They could just have Ryan Reynolds motherfuck the hell out of Sam Jackson this time again. Who cares? I'm trying to think of ways to make it better. Don't. <laughs> and you know what the main theme song is going to be, right? Uh, no. Black Betty. I don't care. Bama lamb. God damn, I hate that song. I know, that's why. I am so sick of that song. <laughs> Except, it, unless you're playing Rayman. No,
1: it's it's done. That song is done. That song was done the first time that they played it because mm. it's just an it overplayed song. Yeah. Like Bohemian Rhapsody or... Uh, who cares? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can't stand any of this modern-day gobbledygook.
1: Eh, it just gets old. 14%. Like, oh,
0: God, God damn.
1: It's actually not that bad bad it's not a 14 percent, but whatever
0: uh i mean look at the poster it's straight up sin city knockoff man they're just trying to milk off of sin city so bad really
1: yeah because it looks nothing like the sin city poster
0: no the look of the poster looks straight up like sin city stuff Eh,
1: not really it's more it's it's more noir than sin city is noir um Wow, this is just... I'm going to read this because this is just fucking... Whoever wrote the plot for this is needs to go back and <laughs> learn how to tell a story. Denny Colt, also known as The Spirit, learns about a major case from Detective Sussman, played by Dan Garrity. Uh, Denny Colt played by Gabriel Mock, and uh, Gabriel Mock is uh, the lead in Suits, which... Ugh. The first couple seasons, like I'm, I'm starting to agree. Like most TV shows should only run three seasons. Yeah, four seasons max. You know, whatever. If you're gonna do, but anyways, yeah. Don't want to get into.
0: Don't you don't want to go into NCIS territory or something?
1: Well, (laughs) uh, involving his nemesis, the octopus played by Samuel L. Jackson, the spirit dons his costume and travels across rooftops, saving a woman before connecting with Officer Liebowitz at Swampland fatale San Serif. San Serif. San Serif. San Serif. Rises from the water to shoot Sussman. The spirit and Leibowitz find the wounded Sussman, Sand, and her husband Mahmood, played by Eric Balfour, had earlier fled with chests. They recovered from the water, shot at Sand, escaped. Shot at. Sand escaped, leaving one chest behind, which was retrieved by the octopus. The octopus kills Leibowitz and his clone henchman attacking the spirit. His accomplice, Silke Floss. Flees with the chest as the two arch nemesis fight. Nemesis. Um, this could have been a really good movie,
0: but
1: it's not. <laughs> the Spirit as a comic. i mean, you have Frank Miller involved in it, and the Spirit as a comic is is amazing. It's it's created by Will Eisner. Uh, first appearance was in June of 1940. So, and, and again, he's 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 um, he's a he's like a Batman, okay?
0: What came out first, the Spirit or the
1: Phantom? I don't know. Hmm. It doesn't really matter right now. Um, the Spirit, referred to in one newspaper article cited below as the only real middle-class crime fighter, was a hero, hero persona of young Detective Denny Colt. Presumed killed in the first three pages of the premiere story, Colt later revealed to his friend, Central Police Commissioner, Dolan that he had, in fact, gone into suspended animation caused by one of arch-villain Dr. Cobra's experiments. When Colt awakened in Wildwood Cemetery, he established a base there, and using his newfound anonymity, began a life of fighting crime, wearing only a small domino mask, blue business suit, red neck tie, uh, fedora hat, and gloves. The spirit dispensed justice with the aid of his assistant, Ebony White, funding his adventures with the rewards of capturing villains. The spirit originally was based in New York City, but was quickly changed to the fictional central city. Not tied to one locale, his adventures took him around the globe. He met eccentrics, kooks, and femme fatales, bringing his own form of justice to all of them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, Eisner was criticized for his depiction of Ebony White, the spirit's African-American sidekick. Uh, the character's name is a racial pun, and his facial features including large white eye white eyes and thick pinkish lips, very similar to anything that you would see in the old black and white Warner Brothers cartoons, not just uh, the Warner Brothers cartoons but all cartoons in the 40s. Um, Eisner later admitted to consciously stereotyping the character, but he said he tried to do so with responsibility and argued that at the time humor consisted in our society of bad English and physical difference in identity, which is true so but I mean at at least he acknowledged it, you know, and that's fine. We're not getting into the movie just yet. The octopus is the archenemy of the spirit. He is a criminal mastermind and master of disguise who never reveals his real face, though he is identified by his distinct gloves. In the second issue, he is given his given name is Zitz, Zitzbath Zark. Uh, the first name is a pun on Zitzbath. Pagel is a femme fatale who perennially tries to seduce the spirit to a life of crime to her side. She seduces and marries wealthy men who invariably die in mysterious ways and uses their money to fund her criminal empire in Istanbul and expand her influence. San Serif, San, San Serif is a font, by the way. Sansarif is a font. <laughs> uh, that's, so, but this is created back in the fucking 40s, so that's pretty cool. As a childhood friend of Denny and knows he is the spirit working in espionage, she usually ends up on the opposite side of the law from him. She appears several times, always involved in some criminal scheme. Uh, there, right, Sansuri, right there. Uh Floss is a nuclear physicist and a surgeon who acts as the accomplice to Dr. Octopus. Dr. Cobra is a mad scientist whose chemicals and machinations inadvertently helped Denny cult become a spirit. Mr. Carrion is a morbid con man with a pet vulture. Darling O'Shea is the richest most spoiled child in the world. Hazel P. Macbeth is a witch with a Shakespearean motif and apparent magical powers. Uh, Lorelei Rocks uh, appeared in 1948 and subsequently... In the 2000s DC comic spirit stories, Silk Satin is a tall statuesque brunette with a white streak in her hair, uh, originally an adventurous who later reformed and worked as an international troubleshooter for the insurance company Croyds of Glasgow instead of Lloyds of London. Um, the spirit movie, uh, the reason why I brought those up is because those are characters in this movie. <laughs> the cast, uh, Gabriel Mock as Denny Colt. Uh, Samuel Jackson as The Octopus, Scarlett Johansson as Silk and Floss, Eve Mendez as San Serif, Sarah Paulson as Ellen Dolan, uh, there's uh, Dan Loria as Eustace Dolan, uh, Commissioner, Stanna Katic as Morgan Morgenstern, um, Louis Lombardi as Phobos, Logos, Pathos, Ethos, Bulbos, Huevos and Rancheros, Mangos, Adios and Amigos, etc. He's The Octopus's uh, thuggish and moronic yet highly resilient cloned henchman. Did you say Adios? Uh, I did. And Jamie King as Lorelai Rocks and Paz Vega as Plaster of Paris. Now, <laughs> um, you are right. This is this is when Frank Miller and Robert Rodriguez did Sin City. This is what Frank Miller wanted to do with his movies, and yeah. it's not just Sin City. Three Hundred started it. Yeah, then Sin City. Three Hundred came out before Sin City, right?
0: No, Sin City was oh five. Uh, Three Hundred was two thousand seven. Thank you.
1: So you had Sin City, then you had 300. And and the way that Sin City and even this movie is done is very, if you've read any of uh, Frank Miller's work, it's very reminiscent of his paperwork, the the artwork that he does in the way that he films it. You know, very little color. It's all black and white, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Um, I suspect that there's a lot of problems with this in terms of it was distributed by Lionsgate, so uh, they probably wanted something very similar to Sin City. So what we got was Gabriel Mock and Samuel L. Jackson uh, doing this movie before, uh, it just felt like it was before everything was was finalized and written. It felt like this movie (laughs) had a lot of problems script-wise, uh, going into it, had a lot of problems uh, production-wise. Um, it just seems to be that there... I don't know. I don't know. It says that um, Frank Miller wrote the screenplay, but it, it doesn't feel any f- like Frank Miller. There it it feels
0: like a lot of production problems. Um, here. Uh, well, I mean, this is also adapted from something that isn't originally from Frank Miller. It doesn't matter. He's good at
1: adapting anything. He adapted Batman. He didn't create Batman, you know, or Daredevil or any of the other works other than 300 or, or his original stuff like Sin City. It, didn't, it doesn't feel like anything that Frank... There's a lot of cheesy bullshit. And Frank Miller doesn't generally go cheesy bullshit. So it felt like that there was a lot of rewrites and, and like, they went behind his back and, and and did a lot of, you know, reshoots of scenes and stuff like that. That's what it felt like. Um, Jackson and Miller and the costume designer developed elaborate costumes for the octopus to wear uh, they are different for each of his scenes they include a samurai robe complete with a wig uh, like uh, you know, Afro samurai a full Nazi Schustoffel uniform a western duster influence outfit with out of proportion cowboy hat and a costume consisting of a caracal hat and a fur-lined coat influenced by the 70s black blaxplo- exploitation pimps when asked about the change from the octopus being recognized in the comic book by distinct love, Jackson said, it's just an opportunity to be larger than life to take the octopus theme of dressing the way he feels every day or having a theme to his day-to-day life and making some sense with it, and hopefully the audience will take the ride with us. Um, in the 1970s, Friedkin obtained the rights to The Spirit and contacted Will Eisner to write a script. Eisner declined but recommended Harlan Ellison, who wrote a two-hour live-action script. Friedkin and Ellison afterwards had an unrelated argument, and the project was abandoned, of course. Ellison... Always was like that. Uh, in the eighties, Bird and uh, Brad Bird, Jerry Rees, and Gary Kurtz. Uh, if you don't know who Gary Kurtz is, he was the producer for Star Wars: Empire Jedi. Uh, attempted to get an animated adap- adaptation off the ground, through, though studio executives praised the screenplay. They thought the film would be unmarketable, and the version was scrapped. Of course, <laughs> why take an, why, why make an attempt? In the nineties, Michael Uslin and Benjamin. Melnicker and Steve Meyer subsequently obtained the rights for a live-action film. The producer promised Eisner that he would not permit anyone who didn't get it to work on a project. Two ideas pitched to them were to put the spirit in a costume and to have the spirit to be resurrected a resurrected dead man who possessed supernatural powers. John Turman, a comic book fan, expressed interest in writing the script, but, you know, that didn't work out, uh, thankfully. In 2004, Odd Lot Entertainment required the acquired the rights. Uh, Odd Lots producers, Gigi Pritzker and Deborah Delprete. Uh, I think that's how I'm saying her name, uh, began a collaboration with Olsen and Meyer, working at Bat Film Productions to adapt the story. Eisner, who was protected of the rights of his creation, said that he believed in the pro- producers to faithfully adapt the spirit. Um, in 2005, Jeff Loeb was hired to adapt the spirit for the big screen, but he left the project, Uslin approached Frank Miller, at Will Eisner's memorial service several weeks after Memorial Sin City was released in theaters, interested in initiating the adaptation technique with Miller's film For the Spirit. Miller had initially hesitated, doubting his skill in adapting the spirit, but ultimately embraced his first solo project as writer-director. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't Miller's idea. It was, it was Uslin's idea to adapt it like Sin City. Uh, <laughs> I just think that there's, there's way too many problems with it. It has a there's a great idea behind it. Uh, The casting actually works out really well, but it just felt like you said, Joe, which is it's too Sin Mm City-esque. And that's not the correct adaptation for this type of film. Um, Maybe I mean, you can do a little bit of Sin City in it, but when it comes right down to it is it it just it's not going to work out 100 percent because it's not Sin City. Yeah. it's Will Eisner so what you need to do is you need to adapt the Will Eisner method so whenever you're doing someone else's project it doesn't matter what it is if it's McFarlane's Spawn then this is why Marvel is so good at doing what they're doing with their films they adapt the character properly you know I, I still don't agree with Spider-Man Homecoming uh, I don't agree with making Flash Thompson a uh, you know a mathlete He's 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 a regular athlete. He's a football player, jock. They should have stuck with that, but whatever. I can forgive that because the overall story is yeah. He wasn't
0: a huge player in the game.
1: Well, it's not that he wasn't just a huge player in the game. He still kept the same attitude, which is Peter Parker is a dork. Yeah. You know, you're a dork, Parker. You know, Penis Parker. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And he was a
0: bully in another regard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and 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 that and so I was, I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm not going to accept it. Because you fundamentally change the character. And that's been my argument this whole time, is you fundamentally change the character. Um, but the attitude is still there, and that's fine. And it works for the way that they're trying to do it. Um, just like what Sony's doing. Know, they have a death grip on fucking some of Marvel's most popular characters. And we just released our Venom you know, uh, podcast. And the problem there is, uh, again, doing unnecessary things with a character that make no sense. Yeah, you know now. Now Venom's a hero.
0: Yeah, and then the look at it it, it. it just the movie made so much money worldwide that it just encourages Sony to keep making shitty adaptations. Yeah, which sucks.
1: Yeah. So uh, I, <laughs> the film was released Christmas Day, two thousand eight. How, how 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 prophetic. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to shit on this film like Rotten Tomatoes. Cause I don't give a fuck about Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's useless. I I truly think it is a useless. It's 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 owned by conglomerates. Who gives a fuck? Uh, I can't take a site that isn't independent. Uh, like I'll t- I'll take Roger Ebert in his word over anything else. Yeah. Or at least Roger Ebert's site because it's it's more authentic. You know. There's but the, here's the issue, uh, in terms of what it comes down to is and what I said before. You can't adapt. A movie, I'm sorry, you can't adapt someone else's work into your own similar style of work unless it's spectacular. Sin City worked because it adapted Frank Miller's style and everything else. Spider Man works, or the whole Marvel Universe works because they've adapted those
0: styles into the movies. Sin City worked because. If you read the comic, it, everything's different. Like when, you, when it focuses on a different character, it feels like you're reading something different. And the fact that they had three different directors making that film, it fit with the whole flow of, of the comic. Mm, no. Yeah, you, you had Tarantino doing a whole segment. Have you read the comic? You had I've looked it up. No, have you read it? I haven't read it, but I've looked it up. There's a certain tone and of a change.
1: Of, well, of stuff, yeah, you know. but I mean,
0: it, 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 it's not just that. It has nothing to do with the
1: directors or anything. They had a, they had a plan. This is what we're going to do. This is Frank Miller's work, Sin City, and we're going to use this as the template and we're going to stick to this as a template. And Frank Miller was there making sure that everything was right. And unfortunately, with the spirit, they didn't follow the template. And the template was the way Will Neisner does it. You can't can't take Sin City or Frank Miller and throw it into the spirit and hopefully everybody will understand it. If... If they had done it just a, like a little bit different, like if they had taken the spirit and instead of making it all black and white, had used the template for Eisner's spirit. Like I mean, I just showed you some of the work that he's done. Like hold on a right here, you could still do an almost Frank Miller esque style with this art. Yeah, but it's it's a little bit more brighter um, than normal. You wouldn't have him. You wouldn't have Ebony White, but. God damn. You get my you get my point. Can you see? get more blatant?
0: <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, it was just the tone of the day. It was... I, I I understand. It's just damn. See, I, I would say, isn't that kind of on the nose, or is it more like on the lips? Yeah. Okay. Let's be more racist. Oh, uh, hey, they're the one that fucking did it. I no, didn't. You're,
1: it. you're you're going off the rails on this. That's, That's a pun. You're you're going to have to you're going to have to deal with it. Um. See, if you look at it, it's just it's more. If they had done this style, I think it would have been more successful. Like Dick Tracy, yeah, you know, but not as campy as the Dick Tracy movie. It's just it doesn't make any sense. Now, if you if you look, this is this is not Eisner, but this is.
0: That looks like that reminds me of Swamp Thing. Yeah,
1: but before Swamp Thing, uh,
0: that's very Batman-esque. Kind of looks like a mixture between Superman and Batman. Yeah, that's I mean old classic. Superman and Batman. Yeah, it's kind of where
1: it. I mean, most of those cats that did that uh, drew very similar. Um, But if you take, if you see how you take that style, like if you took like like the Batman the animated series, that would work in an adaptation for the Spirit. Yeah, and and you go from there. But like I said, I can't give this a fourteen percent. I can't give it a five. But I can't give it a 14% because it's not a 14%. Let's there's some gonna, really fucking good parts in it, and there's some really bad parts. you like a
0: 35, huh, or something? Eh, like a 40,
1: 35, 40. Um, it's, it's, you know, over-the-top acting by Samuel L. Jackson. Um, the best parts were the clone guys. Those guys were pretty funny. Scarlett Johansson wasn't too bad in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just that they tried to... You're right. I mean, they, they tried to grab uh, uh, Sin City and and take it in that direction and it just failed because that's not the direction that the spirit needs to go in it's it's a completely different story
0: i rented this when it first came out on video and i don't remember a goddamn thing about it nothing yeah hey, i just I, that that's how much the movie stuck in my head
1: yeah i just uh i i uh, wasted effort yeah that's that's kind of how it feels it's it, you know it's disappointing at best um that should have they should have done more,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but they didn't. So what can you do? Uh, hopefully somebody – hopefully uh, – well, not Frank Miller because he's got his issues going on right now. But hopefully somebody will see the opportunity here and pick up where Frank Miller left. You know, dropped the ball and go from there. And like I said, I'm not going to blame Frank Miller 100% on this. Uh, there, this was in development. There's multiple scripts. You know, and he followed he followed the original stuff pretty much to a T. I just think that at that point there was a little bit more pressure on him to because I'm pretty sure that when I mean because when Frank Miller does something he goes fucking full on. Mm-hmm. But it just felt like there was a lot of studio interference with this, a lot of studio interference to try to get a PG-13 rating, to try to get this, to try to get that, to try to make it more. Sin City ask and to try to uh, placate a lot of people. Yeah, you know, and not the audience. If you give the fans what they want, they'll buy it up. If you fuck the fans over, you're screwed, and that's what it comes down to. It's that simple. So uh, yeah, I, I give this. I give this a thirty. I'll give it a thirty-eight. <laughs> Three point eight out of ten, or a thirty-eight out of ten.
0: All right. That's all I got. All right. No trivia. No, I'm not going to do trivia. Oh, fine. No trivia then. Go fuck ourselves. Yeah, go fuck yourself. All right. All right. Peace out. Good night.